Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Get the Job Australia podcast. <laughs> That's my line. You Sorry. can't take that away from me. Oh my God. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Get the Job Australia podcast, where we will be talking about the six L's of effective job hunting. Yes, and what we mean by that <sighs> is... <was> stressful. <laughs> what we mean by that is a strategy whereby you can remember it because it's the six L's, so easy to remember strategy mm-hmm. that covers a range of topics to get you to the employment offer. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is leaving sleep-ins for the weekend. Yes, so if you've recently found yourself unemployed, unexpectedly maybe, I think the first thing you probably want to do is just have sleep-ins, relax, yeah, (laughs) relax and live your life the way you want to, no more battling traffic and whatnot, but one of the best things that you can do to keep up your keep your mental health in check and to keep up productivity when it comes to applying for jobs because there are points where you just go nah don't feel like it today is to just keep a routine so if you normally work from nine to five get up when you're unemployed and make sure that you brush your teeth have breakfast have a shower make your bed so that you're sitting in front of your computer by nine a.m ready to start the day have lunchtime, have lunchtime as you normally would at work, go for coffee as you normally would at work. Mm-hmm. Um, just do all the same things. Have a wind down routine if that's what you normally do as well after 5am. But also make sure that when you are applying for jobs, you're in the zone. You're yep. not having distractions. When you're at work, do you, if your manager, I know your manager works next to you, mm-hmm. but do you um, go on your phone or get distracted? Like, Only when he's not there. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> obviously, I think we all do that, but no, I think no. the best thing... No. Yeah, the no. right. So just when you're applying for jobs, you're applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. Make that time. Set that time every day as if you are working and it and you've put yourself into that frame of mind. And obviously, the best way to achieve a goal or to believe you can achieve it, especially when it's really competitive, is to consistently work towards it. So yeah. that's what you should do. All right. Well, the second thing that we wanted to talk about is uh, liking, sharing, and connecting with people on LinkedIn. Yes. So do you know that LinkedIn has a ripple effect when you like, share, and create posts? I'm a pretty uh, noob when it comes to LinkedIn. Yeah, I think it's pretty new to a lot of people, and it's such a shame. I think it will change, and I think America is ahead of us in that sense, but LinkedIn is just on that verge of booming. Mm -hmm. I was reading an article to say it's the new Facebook just Back in yeah. 2009 or something, or 10, whenever like Facebook had that moment where it just exploded and everyone was on it, mm-hmm. and I think the same is going to happen for LinkedIn. It's been predicted. There's articles. Well, I mean, I can speak from my own personal experience when I was on LinkedIn. Um, I logged in a few weeks later and so many different things had come up that were brand new. Yeah. And like looking back from what it is now to what it was a, a year ago, yep. like there's really like a, 
whole slew of new features mm. and you know people that get headhunted on linkedin most mm-hmm. of them get headhunted on mm-hmm. linkedin like it's pretty it's much taking over yeah yeah yep. so this is the time to get on it and so mm-hmm. there's a couple of things to remember with linkedin when you like and share content actually the best one is when you create content okay. if you make a little status update about something to do with your field and expertise people from that that are outside of your network can actually see it mm-hmm. so you know how you have different LinkedIn connection rankings. You've got first connections, which are the ones that you send invitations to. You've got second, which are the ones who are connections of your connections. And then you've got third who are outside of that. So it ranks, your LinkedIn ranks your connections in that order. When I've created posts in the past, quite often people who are not even connected with me like my post because that's the way linkedin works it has a ripple effect so when you haven't if you do something your action is seen by your network Mm -hmm. your network can not only see your action but they can actually see the original post and they can like it and they can share it and they can do whatever so Mm -hmm. it's shared the content is shared more on linkedin than any other platform that's currently operating and 90% of jobs are using LinkedIn. So Mm -hmm. you need to start interacting on LinkedIn and getting your name out there because there's more opportunity Mm. for you to be headhunted. Yeah. You mean you make yourself more visible. Yes. And why wouldn't you be want to be headhunted? You don't have to uh, apply for the job, maybe send in your resume, but you just have to, I mean, those people are coming to you. So why wouldn't you do that? The other thing to keep in mind is that, they're called connections they're not called friends yeah linkedin is a professional network Mm -hmm. so don't be afraid to connect and network but don't share memes don't share well (laughs) leave that for facebook (laughs) yeah share relevant content (laughs) but um when you're connecting with people see it as a networking event Mm. so you go and say hello or introduce yourself to people who are in your field who you have something in common with Mm -hmm. professionally but you you don't ha- stay, like hang back because they're not people who are you want to be friends with. You've never yeah. met them before, so see it as a virtual event, networking event. Mm, so yeah. you you should invite people who are recruiters in your field or or talent acquisition people or HR hiring managers and but relevant to your field and people yeah. who are professionals in your field who you may know someone in common. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not they're not friends. Yeah. Their connections, yeah, professional connections. Yeah, and that's that's why that's how you increase your network and your reach. Yeah. So get on LinkedIn. Yeah, for sure. Don't wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so the third thing uh, is to list your key performance indicators. Yes. So we've both worked in sales mm-hmm. and we've worked with KPIs. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of KPIs is to well, basically, companies have have documented because they've, they've been around for years, what minimum action is required to meet for you to meet your goal, mm-hmm. right? So when I worked in recruitment agencies, I had KPIs for how many candidates I had to call per week. So usually it was 50 candidates per week. It was 10 interviews per week. So they just know, because they've operated for a while, that it takes 10 interviews per week for you to get someone into employment. So you've got to do the minimum action because they know that will get you towards your goal. Okay. And I think you could use this when you're a, when you're a job hunter. 
So you okay. need to set targets rather than just blindly going, I'll apply for this and mm. this one's come up and this looks good. Now I'll take yeah. a break. Now I'll go watch friends. Now I'll go exercise. If you actually create a routine, going back to our previous points mm-hmm. about having a routine, mm-hmm. but also having minimum actions every yeah. week. So I need to apply for this many jobs. I need to spend this much time on LinkedIn and network. Yeah. I need to call this many employers. I need to reach out to this many friends. And you have lists mm. and KPIs. The more actions that you take, the more opportunities yeah. will be presented to you. And that's the whole reason behind KPIs. Right. So you've introduced a structure yep. into your strategy. Yep. And you, at the end of the week, tick it off yep. and say, yep, I met this, I met this. The second part to KPIs is that they're always reviewed. Mm. So you come back to them, you say, I applied for 12 jobs, which is what I wanted to do. What has this gotten me? Have I, has anyone, because there are a lot of ways to measure it. So on Seek now, you can see some employers list that they've viewed your application. So you can calculate how many notifications like that you've had, how many rejection emails you've had and work out, is there anything I need to adjust, Mm. adopt a continuous improvement mindset and keep, just keep tweaking it. And then the next week go into it, maybe with a new set of KPIs, Mm. but continuously adjust and make sure you're doing the minimum every week so yeah so set yourself kpis fun times kpis yeah (laughs) who doesn't want to do that i wouldn't use the word fun but yep it is a good way to keep yourself accountable yes yeah Yeah. so that's the third so that's yeah the third one okay so the fourth one is to liaise with employers yeah i think it's really annoying to have to always open up your email email every morning mm-hmm. and see 15 rejection emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously, it's a time-saving method for recruiters to send that out yeah. and to have a look at your application and say you didn't match what we were looking for. There's a reason behind it. However, if you're doing the same thing and not getting different results, maybe it's time to call up these companies who are sending you these rejection emails and just all you need to say is I'm, i want to speak to the team that does your hiring yeah you should get through mm-hmm. and say i applied for this job i i got the rejection email all i want to know is what could i have Im- have improved or what was i lacking yeah. to not warrant a call just mm. for my future just yeah. for future reference yeah it's something that's easy to do and the benefits uh, outweigh Huge. the disadvantages exactly and there's, and no, there's reason- no disadvantage i mean there's no disadvantage yeah. because what happens if it's something really simple yeah. like what happens if they say you i like we couldn't read your resume it was too messy there was mm-hmm. too much going on we couldn't clearly find this one particular thing yeah what maybe happened- it was too you know too many typos something yep. as simple as that you know and it's so simple mm. and you would know going on to your next application mm-hmm. what happens if you didn't call and you didn't find that out yeah and you were looking for months and months and months yeah. and you don't, didn't you couldn't work out what it was exactly sometimes yeah. it just need you need that opinion on the outside yeah to be black and white and say this is what you're missing mm-hmm. imagine not not knowing that going exactly. forward that would be yeah. so annoying so i think easy so only you only stand to benefit by doing that simple action yep yep and the key the key line i think is when you call employers mm-hmm. all you need to say is i'm looking to speak to the team that does your hiring yep. so easy okay. um and it's they'll put you through i've done it before okay well there you go um, so the fifth thing is to lift yourself up. What does that mean? 
<laughs> so, so, so like lift myself up. Yeah. So have a husband that makes you laugh. Okay. One way, but cool. but um, tick that box. You know, if if you feel like you like this is a time where your emotions are very challenging. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand that but also work out what makes you motivated so if it's exercise put it into your routine to exercise if you need to listen to a ted talk on Mm -hmm. success do it if you want to read a book about a biography about someone you idolize do it whatever you need to do to keep Mm. yourself motivated do it every day do a guided meditation even do a mindful walk you know something simple break away from that routine but i think the thing is saturate your environment Mm -hmm. to make you more motivated so if you reckon if you're starting to recognize that things are not working for you do not waste any time giving any energy into that thing so for me i like have this thing where if I oversleep, yes. you know this, oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> it just ruins my life. <laughs> for just me, there's no like such thing as oversleep. No, <laughs> for me, I'm really sensitive. If it's half an hour over, I get yeah. really groggy yeah. and my whole yeah. day is unproductive and I'm mm. unmotivated. When I'm looking for a job, I don't want any of that. I don't want any time like that. So I yeah. saturate my environment with getting eight hours of sleep and mm-hmm. not any more than that even if it annoys you that i wake up early (laughs) and for me as well it's exercising so i exercise six days a week and i don't Mm. love love doing it but i know that that's what it takes Mm. to get motivated so i'm gonna do it and like i notice it so yeah it must be working yep yep for you it's meditation yeah for me it's guided meditations um you know that helps me to just take a step away from technology and all this stimuli that i'm getting from the outside Mm-hmm. I just focus on the moment and mm-hmm. um, I help like that helps me clear my mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, yep. that's a really good way to um, lift yourself up on purpose, you know, mm-hmm. keep a positive attitude, mm-hmm. especially during a time when it's really hard to stay positive. Yeah. You know? Again, it's just another way to take back the power, mm. which is nice because the power is really out of your hands during a time like this. Yes. So anything you can do, just do it. Yeah. So the last thing that we wanted to discuss was uh, leaving nothing to chance. Yes. So don't apply for any jobs without proofreading your application. Mm -hmm. Don't go into an interview without pre-reading the job ad. Don't salary negotiate without knowing your worth. Don't do anything where you haven't put in the research or don't leave anything to chance. Right. Don't wing anything in the whole process. Okay. Make sure that you're doing things on purpose because otherwise you're going through blindly mm-hmm. and emotions are high and it's just, it's not the way you want to go through it. So okay. do things on purpose and take back control so that you can leave a lasting impression. So those are the six L's of effective job hunting. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> So remember to, um, if you want to come back to this episode and remind yourself of what it is, it's really simple and it's a short episode, you know, to just keep you focused, keep you positive. Mm -hmm. You will find that job if you're doing all these steps. Mm -hmm. So um, as always, check out our website, which is getthejobaustralia.com.au. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram. Yep. Or YouTube. We're also on YouTube. Well, we also have a YouTube channel. So like and subscribe. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you then. Bye. Bye.